0: This is the John Oakley show podcast. All right. Uh, before we get to the bottom of the hour and talk about the metal strain that uh, this is imposing on a lot of people as to how to perhaps, uh, make our way through all of that because it may be a longer term than, uh, might've been originally anticipated. Some were projecting, you know, a couple of weeks and uh, we're free and clear. doesn't exactly look that way unless we flatten that curve, uh, dramatically. And to do that, obviously, we need to take dramatic measures. Not everybody is subscribing to that or singing from the same hymn sheet. So the premier again uh, talked about 14 days without non-essential services. They're just going to have to shut down, which has, by the way, led to a lot of people who are now uh, emailing me and texting, wondering about the beer and liquor stores. They remain open. Their staff is uh, still engaging with people. So the social distancing thing, is it all about filthy lucre and uh, perhaps compromising people's health, putting them in harm's way? Before I get to that, uh, there's another industry that uh, is also having to reconfigure how it engages, and that's the real estate business. Phil Soper is the CEO of Royal LePage, friend of The Oakley Show, and he's joined us on the line this afternoon. Phil, how are things in your industry?
1: Well, John, they're they're topsy-turvy. It's uh, been quite the year.
0: Mm. is that because started, of the economy or is it right now just you know the health consideration
1: just the health considerations as as we talked about the last time which was uh, before this this uh, tsunami hit us the biggest concern that i had uh, and this this was a national concern for a change not just the gta concern was a housing shortage we had uh so much household formation and so much demand, and, and there was a real shortage of homes for sale. Uh, but, of course, that's, that's uh, changed completely in the last two weeks. And, and we moved into, first, uh, uh, great concerns about keeping our clients and our own people safe. And now uh, we're moving into a stage where we're worried about um, people, individual cases, of hardship where they may or may not be able to, for example, uh, move into a whole, uh, a new home or they may have, where well, they may have sold their home and uh, have to move out, not know where they're going to live, this sort of thing. So it's a, it's a complicated and, and rapidly moving situation.
0: Although the government announced, uh, I guess it was one week ago today, uh, there was going to be some mortgage relief, wasn't there?
1: Yeah, it's not so much the financial side of things uh, that's uh, concerning us. It's the the actual the actual um, roof over the head. You know, I had a had a situation a, a younger uh, single mom who had uh, sold her uh, or sorry purchased a home a um, just a couple of weeks ago and suddenly and, and then put her home. Uh, up on the market and was frantic because she was afraid there was no market for the home now that, that things had changed and no one would want to uh, see it and and we we have quite a bit of that in the GTA for most of the last 20 years the, the long time traditional approach to to real estate has been you know you sold your house first and then you went shopping but in Toronto the hard part has been not selling your house the hard part has been finding one so the norm in recent years and going back right to the, the middle of the the early 2000s has been you go looking for a home when you finally found one you put your house for sale in the market and it sells quickly of course that is not the case right now and we're still awaiting the detailed confirmation but uh, if we're not able to uh, you know, list uh, uh, or uh, help someone buy a home at all uh, right now for uh, uh, a few weeks period and potentially longer, uh, it could cause uh, some real challenges for families in the GTA. Yeah,
0: especially uh, with the churn during the spring market, it's a pretty robust market. Phil Soper is with us, the CEO of Royal LePage on the real estate front as it's been impacted by COVID-19. Understand uh, not many people are doing the the open house thing anymore.
1: No, we shut ours down, uh, I guess it would be eight days ago, nine days ago. It's all running together now. Uh, and, you know, it's a big company. We've got, oh, gosh, oh, over 20,000 people coast to coast. So it, it it takes a while to roll it out. Uh, but in the GTA, they, they went extinct in, oh, gosh, 48 hours. There was just a smattering of them. Uh, left on the weekend uh, that hadn't gotten the message. And I'm not talking about my company, I'm talking about the industry overall. So people, people picked up on that one. And you know, I was in a call today and we were enacting even stricter lockdown provisions in terms of uh, how an agent could enter a home, um, preferably with uh, technology to show the home to a client. In other words, you know, FaceTime or Google Hangout or something. Uh, So the client didn't have to be with them when we got news of the um, provincial state of the emergency. And uh, coincidentally, it happened almost exactly the same time in Quebec. So uh, our two biggest uh, markets in Canada, um, very, very fluid and changing rapidly.
0: So with all the economic upheaval of late and going forward, how's that going to impact the
1: market? If it lasts weeks, it'll be a it'll simply be a delay uh, household formation in this country, it's so robust. Uh, we've got young people, the millennials, rapidly rolling into um, home ownership. Uh, we're getting 5,000 baby boomers retiring a week, uh, selling their properties. So very, very robust uh, market. Uh, we anticipated uh, uh, 35% of the Canadian households would uh, move in the next five years. If it lasted months, uh, you know, very, very different situation. But then it's a very different situation for government and for uh, businesses everywhere, not just the real estate industry.
0: So a lot of people conceivably would be taking their homes off the market.
1: The, what we saw in the first, call it two weeks, two weeks when things have been uh, really ramped up, is that there was more people delaying listings so not, not saying I'm not going to sell my home, but delaying putting it on the market at the traditional time, which is middle of March, uh, and saying I, I'll wait a couple of weeks, see how this pans out. The demand didn't disappear, though. And part of that, of course, is um, 100 basis points, a full percentage point uh, cut in the cost of money. It's, it was already uh, historically cheap mortgage rates, when the this crisis started this health crisis um with the moves the bank of canada has made in recent weeks uh it it actually stoked demand among particularly call it younger buyers Mm. and the question was how could you service that demand uh in a in a very safe manner and would there be properties available for sale and there was clearly an imbalance uh uh, well, there clearly is an imbalance as as of right now. There's uh, more demand than there is uh, properties for sale. And part of the problem is it's taking longer. All of our people have been moved out of offices. No one's in an office. Everybody's working from home. So so our appraisers, uh, the mortgage specialists, the lawyers for closing, everybody's working in a different environment. So it's taking longer to get through a typical real estate transaction Um And even the showings are are much slower because you have to use technology as opposed to uh, personal visits and that sort of thing.
0: Yeah, they say there might be some changes that are permanent going forward, like uh, we might even be a less mobile society as more people determine to hunker down, you know, and uh, I don't know if that impacts the real estate market or you'll still see seasonal churn because, you know, you've got people moving into the cities and boomers wanting to get out and that kind of thing, so...
1: You know what? I think my I've got a daughter in uh, third year of medical school, and one of the things we were chatting about was the the heightened awareness to to germs, to viruses and bacteria and things like that, and and sort of in our our little family unit, the thought was there will be heightened awareness and and hopefully longer term changes to health and welfare and less colds and less flu and this sort of thing. I don't know if there will there will be a, a permanent change in mobility. Though um, it's if you look at millennials, who are the big bubble of people coming through uh, our lives, they tend to stay in jobs for a shorter period of time, and they tend to, at least to this stage, um, be less married to one place physically. So my guess is that their memories will be relatively short, and they'll be moving just like. Uh, Well, maybe even more so than previous generations.
0: We just hope that uh, we don't have to endure too long to find out and we can get back to a sense of normalcy. Phil, always good to uh, talk. I hope you're staying healthy and isolated.
1: Thanks so much, John, and I sure am. My uh, wife's going crazy.
0: (laughs) There you go. The one downside to it all. Phil Soper, (laughs) uh, CEO of Royal LePage. We'll talk on the other side when things get better. Okay, take care. You got it. Uh, On the matter of going crazy, I mean, that's a euphemism, certainly, but there are many people. I mean, you can call it stir-crazy, cabin fever, climbing the walls, and then it gets far more serious when it comes to those who perhaps have mental illness, already existing mental illness, uh, or this can certainly lead to it, because there are a lot of challenges. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.